Welcome to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer, a show dedicated to creating change and emotional healing for executives, professionals, and expats in the various stages of marriage breakdown and divorce. Discover insightful strategies to better manage your personal affairs and learn secrets to creating more happiness, love, and success in your life today. Hi, this is Nicola Beer and you're listening to Divorce Talk. I'm so excited that you're listening to this episode today because I have a very special guest with me, Clarissa Raywood, also known as the Happy Family Lawyer. Clarissa is the director of the Brisbane Family Law Centre and she specialises in helping separating families to stay out of the family courts and stay friends as she believes that divorce can be a positive end to a marriage. Over the past 11 years, Clarissa has worked as a family law specialist and a lawyer. And in that time, she's helped over 2,000 Australian families through their divorce. Her experience has only reinforced her belief that traditional legal processes do little to help separating families find a positive future after divorce. Clarissa is determined to change the way Australian families experience divorce and separation for the better. She is the author of the successful Happy Family Lawyer blog, providing weekly commentary on tips and issues relating to divorce. Clarissa is also about to publish her book, Splitsville, How to Separate, Stay Out of the Courts and Stay Friends. So I'm really excited, as I mentioned, to, to have her here. She's going to be talking about her blog. She's going to be talking about her book. Welcome, Clarissa. Why don't you introduce yourself? Thanks, Nicola, and I'm really grateful to be a part of your show today. Um, so my name is Clarissa Raywood, and I'm a divorce lawyer. I work over here in Australia, and I run a busy family law practice, and my specialty is working with separating families in a way that keeps them out of the family courts and ideally enables them to stay friends. Wonderful. You, I know you've attracted lots of attention of the, the Happy Family Lawyer through your, your blog. What do the articles centre around and, and what, what's that about? So um, about almost two years ago, I was having a bit of a moment in my life where I wasn't really enjoying the work that I was doing and I was struggling a fair bit with it. And I don't know how it was that I started or even heard about blogging, but it was a Saturday night. I remember that. And my family were all asleep. It was quite late. And for some reason, I just thought, right, I'm going to start writing about this stuff and I'm going to start blogging. And what sort of began as me once a week, maybe talking from quite a personal perspective around some of the things that I saw in my work that people were going through with divorce and even that I was struggling with as a divorce lawyer, sort of has over time evolved into something much bigger than that. And now what what I've sort of created by chance is a community of people and I, I now write generally around topics of obviously divorce but heartbreak and love and life. And the nice thing that started to happen certainly this year is that I've had a lot of other guest writers that have started to contact me, so people who are either professionals in the space or themselves have experienced divorce and separation and are wanting to share their story but their story from a positive perspective around you know certainly identifying the challenges they've faced but then also being able to say look here are some of the things that have happened for me that have have actually been quite positive that came out of a situation that I really wasn't hoping for or expecting so yeah I, I think that's my sort of bullet point summary if there ever was such a thing on on how the blog came about and what it is now. That's wonderful. So you share your, your stories and your wisdom and then other listeners or other readers, they, they also can share their, their views and what their experience so that everyone can learn from each other. 
Yeah, that's right. And I think for me it's, it became very cathartic. It is a very cathartic thing. I really enjoy my writing and I really enjoy putting stuff out into the, you know, cyberspace world and hearing from people and hearing from people all over the world and connecting with them and getting their feedback. And it's, it's quite a warm, nice thing, which, again, as a lawyer doing day-to-day work, that's probably not the words that you'd use to describe the feeling that you get from the work that you get to do. So it's been a really rewarding thing for me to just be able to go, look, I've got this knowledge and I've got this information and I'm just going to put it out there. Um, And then in return, I've received some really great friendships and also some lovely opportunities. Yeah, it's wonderful. I I know what you mean when you say that the writing's cathartic. If you have something on your mind and then you let it out and you're sharing information it can be really powerful for you and obviously for the readers so that's wonderful I know in a lot of your articles and I've gone through a few few of them so I think find them you know really useful for myself and and for helping my clients get through divorce and one of the things I've seen written about is that you believe and you say quite openly that you think it's time that we all rethink divorce what do you mean by that? Um, I guess what what I'm trying to say there is that the word divorce, and perhaps quite rightly, is associated very much with very negative emotions and very negative feelings. And what what I think is that if we start to rethink it, if we start to rename it, if we start to just contemplate that falling out of love is potentially as important as falling in love. And how we do it has such a significant impact, not only on ourselves, but particularly our children. And that's the bit that I think we need to rethink so that as a society, certainly in my country anyway, if someone came and said, oh, look, I'm, I'm going through a divorce, often the common sort of social reaction to that is to pull away, is to say, oh, that sounds terrible, best of luck, um, or to share some sort of war story. And it often isn't a very positive conversation that would happen at that point. And what I'd really love to see is as a society are starting to think, look, hang on, you can fall out of love with respect. Let's support people that are in that space. Let's not make it um, a taboo subject or something that we can't contemplate because particularly when children are involved, the actions of their parents when they're experiencing a divorce are so powerful and the messages that we can then send to children who are ultimately going to go on in life and probably form significant intimate relationships, how they then manage those challenges is so influenced by how their parents did. So that's, I think, for me, I I write about it a lot. I say it a lot to people that I think the social stereotype of divorce, it's often portrayed in Hollywood movies where people are sometimes very aggressive, sometimes a little crazy. They sell all the furniture, whatever it is. That's not helpful. And it's not helpful for the average family who is experiencing heartbreak and experiencing immense grief. And I think that's the bit that I'd really like to see society start to to change our perception on. Wonderful. Yeah, that that, that makes sense. Like you say, people, when they people say about divorce they think disaster or they don't know what to say and they just don't you know like you say don't don't have anything positive to say and that doesn't really help the person going through it so not at all yeah that's right not at all and no doubt you see that you know working as you do in the counseling type space much probably much more than I see it in the law space because by the time people get to my space they're probably in some form of war almost and conflict and it's very hard to undo that and, and is that what you mean when you say acceptance and understanding is important when rethinking divorce? Yeah, that is. And I think um, 
accepting, you know, it's easy for me to say when I'm not the person in immense grief that potentially has just lost a marriage and a relationship that they still believed was on foot. So I, I sound trite sometimes, I think, when I say these things. And when I say acceptance, I mean not so much acceptance that the marriage has ended because that takes a lot of time if it comes as a surprise particularly, but acceptance that marriages do end and acceptance, again, in society that these things will happen and it's how we manage them that's far more important than the actual event itself. Yeah. And I know that a lot of my listeners and, and some people that when they come to me th- for coaching, they, they don't believe that divorcing amicably and divorcing peacefully and, and keeping um, you know, good good friendship is possible. And so, mm. you know, do, do you feel it's possible? See, you this is what you you blog and you write about. Have you, you know, is it possible? And is there any cases that you know in, in the celebrities or, or um, cases that you can talk about? Yeah, look, certainly, it it absolutely is possible. That's what I will say from my work. Um, and I'm when I'm talking about this sort of stuff, I'm not talking about relationships and families where there is risk or violence I must say I'm talking about the average as I call it the average person the average person that's in a relationship and then they're they're coming out of that what it takes to maintain a respectful and amicable and dignified divorce process is an awful lot of courage because I think when you're facing conflict and you're facing challenge sometimes it's easier just to be angry and sometimes it's easier just to be a bit vengeful it is actually much harder to walk the higher road um to you know to really pause and to think about your actions and to slow down it takes a lot of energy and a lot of effort but where people do it the future impact of that is amazing and wonderful particularly again when children are involved um and this i think it was the year before last when it hit the media with gwyneth paltrow and chris martin and this wonderful phrase of conscious uncoupling suddenly came into our you know dialogue and um it was something that i think certainly family lawyers and I'm a collaborative family lawyer. Those of us that practice in the collaborative sphere sort of went, yeah, of course, this is something that happens quite a lot. The beautiful thing about the Gwyneth and Chris story is that, you know, they named it, they gave it this kooky name and that made it quite palatable to certainly the media and then the masses. And seeing people like that that are obviously very well known, um, being able to come out and say, look, actually we, we separated many months ago you guys didn't know because we've managed this internally we've done this ourselves we've respected our own privacy and we're now telling you many months down the track that this has happened and now you can also respect our privacy particularly our children's I think that was really powerful and it it gave certainly someone like me who practices day-to-day in this area a way of opening a dialogue with clients and saying look you probably heard about these guys in the media and this is what they're doing and the the, you know the the sort of ethos that sits under what they've done exists in practice such as collaborative practice, which is all about working out what is actually important to a family and then fitting the law with that as opposed to the other way around. Yeah, and I noticed that that that's one of the things you pride yourself on when you work with clients, that you first set goals with them and and plan the divorce around around their life I mean that's certainly what I do as a as a divorce coach but Mm. I'm surprised that you do that as a lawyer so how how does that work and what's your approach to clients I think um one of the great things that's come out of writing is me asking a lot more questions than I would have ever done before and working in this space for a number of years now you learn yourself and one of the, the big learnings for me over the past few years is 
the problem as I see it with law and particularly where I practice anyway is it's a at the end of the day it's a series of principles that get applied to someone's life and nowhere in those principles is anyone asking a, a question simply as what's actually important to you in life what what does your family you know what what sort of values do you have or what goals do you have for your life and so the problem I continually saw in my work is that you'd get to the end of a case and you'd potentially get a very good legal outcome but the client would still be sort of saying, well, that's, that's not really what I wanted. It's not really what, what I was about. And once I flipped that practice, and that's, again, one of the things that collaborative practice really encourages us to do as, as lawyers, and the minute you ask someone, what, what do they want in their life? And not in the sense of, you know, do you want the kitchen sink and the cutlery set, <laughs> more in the sense of where do you want to be living and what sort of work do you want to do and how, how do you see your, your children's lives working and what do you want for them when they're 22? Do you expect that they'll go to university? Do you want them to travel? Do you, you know, what, what genuinely, what sort of life do you want? The minute I ask people that question, I get some really beautiful answers and I really get an understanding of what sort of person they are and what is actually important to them. And then I can step back as a lawyer and say, okay, well, what legal outcomes could I potentially work with and achieve for you that might actually meet those life goals? And I'm finding that, perhaps no surprise to anyone, that then people are walking away from their legal process as, as much as you ever can in a legal process anyway with a sense of achievement and a sense of, okay, you know, this was well thought out, this did align with what is important to not only me but my children and even my former spouse and I then am able to move on into my future in a much better way. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of the work I focus on is about helping people create a new life after divorce and, and having that path and you know, you're helping them set up that path ready. I think that's, that's brilliant. So they, you yeah. know, rather than dwelling in the, the negative emotions of divorce, they, they have a, a way to, to move forward and a path to follow. And that's brilliant that you do that. I'm really also excited as well because you've, you've launched a book, um, Splitsville, yeah. is that right? It's called? It is, Great yeah. Name, yeah. It is. So could you tell me about that, what it's about? Yeah. So, yeah, my book is called Splitsville, How to Separate, Stay Out of Court and Stay Friends. Um, it's written, I guess, more for people in Australia than anywhere else at the moment, but it's certainly almost a bit like a self-help guide in, in the sense of educating people on the emotions that they're going to feel, um, particularly grief, the behaviours that they're likely to, you know, do and also their former partner, giving um, advice and education around how to manage that. And it gives an overview of the law here in Australia and how you can navigate it and then particularly information around the processes that you can use to, to work your way through divorce. And when I was writing it, what I was really trying to do is I found myself obviously just with clients saying the same stuff all the time and so a big part of why I wanted to write the book is I wanted to be able to give it to people very early in their separation or even at the point where they're contemplating it so they could ideally read that and have all of the information they needed so that they themselves could work with a lawyer project manage their divorce and be in charge of that as opposed to potentially the professionals being in charge of all of the information and, and the, the client then having to sort of get information when the professional felt like delivering it and manage that accordingly. I wanted to reverse that so the client's in charge. They know what their options are. They know from the outset what their options are. They understand why they're feeling the way they're feeling. They know that that's normal. And then they can start to work through. So, 
Yeah, I really enjoyed writing it and it's certainly um, the feedback I've got from the people that have read it and used it and worked with me since using it has been really positive, which is really rewarding. Wow, wonderful. Yeah, giving back their control, I think that's what, you know, yeah. what you've said, giving them control over knowing what's happening and because you know there's a lot of fear and anxiety so going through the divorce and having having some tools and some an idea of what's going to happen is, is really important. So, so how can the listeners um, get in touch with you and find out more about you know, your services and what you offer? Yeah, so um, my website is thehappyfamilylawyer.com and that's my blog and that's where my book is and all of that fun, nice, happy stuff. Um, and then my law firm is Brisbane Family Law Centre, which is brisbanefamilylawcentre.com.au here in sunny Queensland in Australia. Very nice place to live, I have to say. <laughs> Quite beautiful. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's probably the best way to find me. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom today. And I'm definitely going to be signing up and getting your book, so can't wait to read that. <laughs> thank you. Thanks so much, Nicola. Thank you for listening to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer. If you have enjoyed the program, please leave a rating and review on iTunes so more people dealing with marriage breakdown and divorce get the support they need. If you want more great free resources, such as secrets to a happier relationship, moving on fast after divorce, or tips on parenting through divorce, be sure to visit www.purepeacecoaching.com today.